On this week's episode, Shy and I sit down to talk about The Unforgivable, You Get Me, and the pilot episode of Walker on Kind of a Big Reel. Welcome to the first official episode of Kind of a Big Reel. I am your host, Clay Phoenix, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Shai Maldonado. And this week we are going to be talking about a Netflix movie, actually two Netflix movies, and a show that Shai found and we started watching. I mean, a lot of people probably know about it since it's on the CW, but that's Walker, which is actually the modern remake version of the original show walker texas ranger so or for our old school listeners um they know that show pretty well i grew up watching it with my dad yeah Teresa, she was like she was like you're watching the really old show or whatever i said apparently it's a remake or something i was like i don't know but <laughs> i mean it's interesting yeah and i think that um the interesting part about it too is that like which we'll get more into later, but like watching it was like, it kind of had that Southern old school feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that classic feel to it. And I kind of liked it. So let's start off by talking about um, one of the movies, one of the Netflix movies, which one would you like to start with this week? Oh my geez. Well, the last one I just watched was the unforgivable. Like I just watched it pretty recently, but um. Yeah, so I guess that one says it's like more like fresh in my mind. Yeah, I just watched it today, so <laughs> I agree. So let's let's talk about it because this is like a big name actress. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is the big deal. And like Netflix is bringing the big actresses in there. For real though. And like they're rolling out some hits. Like, and, and I, I agree with Netflix's target audience. They're targeting millennials and iGens. You know what I mean? These two generations that are young, you know, they like these Netflix movies. They like this new way of watching. You know, I like, for instance, how many of us have cable? I don't. I mean, <laughs> technically I do, but it's like a streaming thing mm-hmm. so it's like direct tv stream so it's cable but it's not cable per se so and then you have like disney plus and all those things you know you'll hear more about mm-hmm. them as we go on with recording these episodes because we're going to watch a lot of different things and we're going to see a lot of different things and talk about a lot of different things um but as far as this movie wow <laughs> it was not a fast-paced movie However, 
the ending. Like, oh, I was literally <laughs> like sobbing. Like, I felt so bad. But it really shows the the power of sisterhood. Oh, and yeah. these two sisters were very far apart in age. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was very heart-wrenching. What was it, like 15 years apart or something like that? Yeah, I think it was 15. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, that's pretty much how me and my younger sister were like, about like 15 years apart. But our do- like my daughter and her are only like five years apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But yeah, from like beginning to end, this whole movie was like, and then the twist, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It freaking blew my mind. And then that was the part that time like I started like, like I started like getting emotional or whatever. She was like, she was only five years old. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I love... I love when they turn a book into a movie and then they can kind of like capture the essence of the book really well. And that was what a lot of the fans were saying of the movie and the book was like, they captured that feeling very well from when you're reading it to bringing it to the movie. My personal opinion though, the hype that the movie got, I feel like it could have been tamed down a little bit. Probably, but I mean, it's Sandra Bullock. Yeah, <laughs> it is Sandra Bullock. And she is a big actress. And she is so phenomenal. She is. They made her look rough. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so she she looks rough as hell. What was the last um, movie that she was in? Uh, was it? This? Oh, um, yeah. Bird Box, I think. Bird or box. maybe she was in a was she in something after that? I think that was like the last huge one. I think that was the last huge one was Bird Box. Yeah, yeah. She did amazing in that too. I mean, she's an amazing in everything she plays in. Oh yeah, she just like really embodies the character. Mm-hmm. Like, but when it opened up, and this was what I really liked about the filming of the movie. Because when I watch a movie, it's not just the story, but it's also the filming of it, like the the way that they edited the movie. Mm-hmm. So they could have told a whole cohesive story and had this really long, drawn-out flashback. But what they did was is they kind of made it made the memories flow with the person in the moment. Yeah. I did like that too. And like they opened her up like right into prison and everything. I was like, oh, well, we're here then, I guess. And I was like, what did she even do to get in here? Cause like I saw, I saw like the plot or whatever with Jake a couple of days ago and we looked at it and we were like, oh, Sandra Bullock. But I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it. And then you brought it up and I was like, well, I guess let's watch it. And I was like, I'm really glad that you, uh, suggested it recommended that we watched it because i mean he still hasn't watched it. he came in while i was watching he was like why are you watching it? i thought you were gonna watch it with me and i was like well i have to watch it i was like it's from my freaking pockets for my show and he was like oh okay, well i can't be mad now <laughs> <laughs> curse you clay <laughs> pretty much i'm sorry guys i'm sick so my voice is like all over the place <laughs> no it's all right it's the first episode we have room for improvement <laughs> no that's 
that's the thing that people don't understand too, is when you're doing a podcast is, you know, when you're sick, you can hear it all. Like, I know that's why I'm like, I'm sorry. Y'all. I definitely will not sound like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the movie was a very slow paced movie. It wasn't a very like action packed charged movie. I didn't expect it to be um, just from the preview because the preview kind of flowed. Um, in the beginning, when they're like going through the whole thing of her inside of the um, house and like she's like yelling at the people outside and stuff. What was your thought in that moment? Because I know what I was thinking. Well, I was really confused at first because, like, I understand, like, they were trying to get them out of the house or whatever, but, like, like it wasn't clear that it was her her sister. I was thinking it was her daughter or something. And then when the cop, they said that she killed the cop, I'm like, well, what did the cop do to them? I could have swore. I, there was, like, a million things going on in my mind. I was like, did the cop, like, try to, like, touch her or something? And she, like, killed her. It was, like, self-defense or some crap like that. I was really confused of what was going on. I mean, obviously, like, explain it at the end or whatever but she's screaming at these people and i was like well, i'd probably be doing the same i mean i'm just as protective of my kids as as she is with her sister yeah and i also agree with you i thought it was her daughter at first mm-hmm. um even with the whole synopsis of the movie being read beforehand i thought it was still her daughter mm-hmm because it says something about her sister being missing or something like that. But I still thought it was her daughter. I don't know why, but <laughs> in in the moment, I thought it was her daughter. My thing was, is I understand the cop. The cop made complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Who was half of the other people? I have no idea. I guess they were just like backup because they like they knew that she wasn't going to come out willingly. Or for like witnesses, I have no idea. But that cop was like, they could come live with him and all this other stuff. And then she just like up and kills him. Well, I mean, she doesn't kill him, but you know. Yeah, that's the plot twist. Mm-hmm. Um. So the in the next couple, like the la- next little bit of moments was uh, her like doing her jobs and. She gets the construction job, which kudos to you. Um, badass bitch. Hell yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I died laughing because that chick in the house or whatever was going through her stuff. And she was like, don't touch my stuff. And she threw a freaking container at her. I said, that's so fucking random. <laughs> they just throw a container at her. She's like, don't touch my stuff. I was like, oh, I said, she definitely heard some stuff in prison over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there she had kind of like this mentor throughout the movie where he was like um her parole officer or whatever and like i feel like he was a very good supporting character yeah he was a douche at times though he was a douche but i felt like he was like for a reason he was kind of like that brother figure if you if you look at the dynamic between the two it was kind of like they were brother and sister and he was kind of giving her some tough love and the dynamic between them, I really, really was vibing with that dynamic. 
Do you think he knew that it was her sister, not her? I believe so. You think so? And the only reason why I think that he knew was because he kept telling her, like, you're going to have to get used to it. Just get used to it. And, like, I don't think that the guy would have been that open with her if she didn't open up to him. Yeah, that does make sense. Because it wasn't, like, think about a parole officer. They're usually very harsh. They're usually very ignorant. They're usually, like, you can go back to fucking jail. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, not all the time. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's a parole officer, if I offended you, I'm sorry. (laughs) But this was just a weird (laughs) dynamic between those two. I really think that they were closer than they actually elaborated on. Kind of curious that they elaborated more in the book. Well, they did it near the end of the movie when like the cops put her in the car and he was like, no, he was like, I got her, like, get her out, take the handcuffs off, you know? Yeah. Like, he, it was like he was protecting her in a way, which, yeah, I like that as well. And this whole movie was just, it was just so depressing. I mean, obviously, like, she was only five years old, but I feel like she could have been, like, I mean, obviously, she's five years old. It was an accident. Yeah. But she just took the blame or whatever. And it, it could have went a whole different way, you know, like, kids get into stuff all the time but i mean i don't think the five-year-old will be charged with anything you know i also i i agree with that but i also see why she did it if you think about the whole concept of you know the way that people's minds work and everything she's the one that's freaking out yeah she was so you know, when the gun went off, even though she was standing in the window, still yelling at them. I know. I saw that, too. I was like, y'all saw her right here. Yeah. But she shot him all the way over there. Yeah. And in the basement. <laughs> yeah. On the top of the steps. Yeah. And I kind of felt it was kind of fishy. Because she was talking to the guy, the cop on the phone. Mm-hmm. And in the one scene, you can see where she has empathy for the cop. Mm-hmm. Like, she is very empathetic towards the guy. And you also see that again when his son has the gun to her head. He's, mm-hmm. She's very empathetic towards the cop. She didn't want to see him die. She didn't want to see him dead. However, because she kept saying something about, if you come in this house, I'm going to blow your 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 brains out or whatever she kept saying. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Her sister took it upon herself to protect the woman she's seen as her mother. Yeah. And she shot him instead. The repercussion of the gun, I really do like that they did accurately show that. Like if they would have shared the little girl shoot the cop and then she was like still sitting there when she came down the steps, mm-hmm. that would have been like so fake <laughs> because that gun has a lot of power behind it. Yeah. And that little All girl. That big ass mark on her face. Yeah. Yeah. That little girl was, she had the mark across her face. She was like kind of like confused and like dazed and stuff. And I, I like from what it looked like to me as she was kind of like knocked out a little bit. Not like completely knocked out, but like kind of like out, you know, like 
Yeah. I'm asleep right now. Don't touch yeah. me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of it, it neat how they kind of showed a semi-accurate representation of like shooting a gun as a child. And yeah. now I feel like I should read the book. I love reading, <laughs> but I feel like I never have time to read. Yeah, maybe a book on tape. Yeah, um, maybe. I think. Overall, the movie was really good. The part that really got to me was definitely when she showed up at the house. The first part that got to me was when she met the parents, the adoptive parents. That whole scene was crazy. The, um, and then she like really like freaked out, like, because they said pretty much said that she didn't know who she was. Mm hmm. And then the, I guess it's their, is was that their biological daughter or their adoptive daughter? I p- I'm pretty sure it was their biological daughter, Emily. I think it was. Yeah, yeah because it seemed like they kind of got like mad when they asked her if she had kids of her, if the, she asked them if they had kids of their own. Yeah, I, I saw that. I'm, now I'm going to have to look that. It didn't say anything in the book about that. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't read the book either. Oh, <laughs> I thought you read it. I don't know. No, I just look it up. I just looked up the book and like it was reading things about how people said it was very similar mm-hmm. representation of the book. I don't know. The mom kind of annoyed me. I mean, because she, I, I did like her when she was like sticking up for them. Kind of, she was like, "We should have this meeting," you know. But then when they had the meeting, she just let the dad do all the talking. And you could see, like, on her face that she wanted to speak, and she just let it go. And then even, like, when Sandra got all up in her face or whatever, like, that was, like, a perfect moment to, like, talk and speak up. And she just went. Like, she just left. (laughs) Yeah. It was really irritating for me to watch that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, like, the part... Where she said, you burned my letters, you bitch. <laughs> was like the, that was like the clicker right there. I was like, she's going to fucking snap. And then the mom did finally say something. She turned around and said, I never burnt your letters. Yeah. Which then played into the daughter skipping school, mm-hmm. finding the letters, reaching out to... I completely forgot her name. That's why I called her Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> to um, completely reaching out to Sandra's character mm-hmm. and trying to connect with her. Yeah. They share this thing and they want, they want, um, she wants her to know that she's okay. So, I think that it was really cool how the daughter kind of took charge mm-hmm. and she didn't give her too much information. Yeah. She was very subtle. Um, well, that's what she wanted, though. She said that she just wanted to know that she was OK. You know, she just wanted something. Yeah. Instead of like just having the like the parents say that we don't want you seeing her, you know, like they didn't really tell her anything about her life, you know, at least not anything 
super important <laughs> that she wanted to know. And then just saying that she didn't exist to her sister, that she didn't remember her. Yeah. Very... And then it has this whole spiral effect too, because Emily, I think that was her name. Let's call her Emily. So <laughs> Emily is walking away from the meeting location. Sandra's character is now starting to go through this whole thing of, I want to go see my sister play the piano at her recital. Do I need somebody to go with me? She's trying to get a hold of her lawyer. The lawyer's not available because he's out of town. And she finds out when she gets to the house mm -hmm. and the lawyer lives in the house where this originally happened and they remodel it. And the wife doesn't like her because of what happened. And comes out charging out there, tells her sons to get in the house. Yeah. And in this moment of Viola Davis's character and the um what am I what is um, what am I trying to <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um Viola Davis's character and Sandra's character, they are having this exchange, and in that moment. That's when we learn that it wasn't Sandra's character that did it. Mm -hmm. It was actually her sister that did it. Yep. And it was very, very interesting how that all played out. Then Viola's part becomes more prevalent in it because then she ends up taking her to the place. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was thinking this is going to be the end. She's going to be able to see her play the piano. Yeah. It's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. No. Yeah. Because here comes the brother. And that phone call or whatever. Yep. And the part that I liked was Sandra's character could have just let this girl stay there. Like, fuck you. You can die. I don't care. <laughs> Because they painted her as being a killer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, up until that, the like couple seconds before that, when they had revealed it. And so she saves the girl in this very tense situation. So tense. But I really just loved the most perfect moment was when her sister came over to her after her and the cop were walking to the car and she just walks over and she just hugs her. Yeah. Like that was a perfect moment. Yeah, it was, but I, I still felt like I wanted more. I wanted more of a connection. Like, well, not a connection, but more of them being together, like actually speaking, you know, maybe like a, like kind of like how we talked about last week, how there'd be like uh after credits thing with them like at the holidays or something, you know, like together. I mean, it was a beautiful ending, like them just hugging and embracing each other. But I wish that there was more because like this whole movie, she's trying to get to her sister. She like jumps through all these hoops and everything. Just for us to see just that. <laughs> well, I think the poetic part <laughs> so, was is she finally she finally got to her sister. And her sister was able to see that she wasn't this bad person. She could empathize with her because she saved her sis other sister. Yeah. Does so, she remember shooting the cop? 
it doesn't really show in the movie that she remembers this. Like, I feel she, like she doesn't thinks that it's, it was her sister that did it. She okay, so she doesn't remember actually shooting the cop. They actually touch on it a couple times where she's having memories, and then the parents say um, she doesn't remember anything before we acquired her. So she can remember so much, but not all of it. So she remembers the traumatic parts of it, but not the whole shooting the gun thing. Well, even like when she was a kid, like when they were eating, when she was eating her pancakes or whatever. Yeah. It still didn't look like she understood what she had done or she did anything at all. (laughs) Yeah. She was just kind of numb to it. And I think that's, she kind of repressed it. Yeah, probably. Now, it would pro- it will probably come up now that she's met her sister. Cause you think what you think Sandra would just be like, so I mean, I went to prison all these years, but it was actually you that shot them. Like, I don't you think that she would actually tell her? I don't think time? she would tell her, but the way that repressed memories work is there's a trigger. So mm-hmm. with her now connecting who the woman was, because in, in one part she's telling Emily like there's this woman and I can't connect to her and who she is to me. Yeah. So in that moment, she finally has connected who it is to her. So that could bring that repressed memory out. That would really suck. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Oh my gosh. And I mean, she would be, she would have more respect for her sister and everything else. So I think that would bring them closer, but so remember something like that, especially like you doing that yourself your whole life thinking it was someone else. Like I, it would blow my mind, but going back to Viola's character, that was so irritating to have her play that role because I'm not used to her like that, you know? Yeah. And she was just like, she heard this one story and then that was it. Like she didn't even understand or want to know what the reason was. Or anything. She was like, oh, well, she's a cop killer. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just weird because all of her other roles, you know, they're, she's like so much more involved. It's not all just black and white. Yeah. So it just really bothered me that she had that role in this movie. And I think that like, and the beauty of it is, is that they are such strong female actresses. Like they can act without having anybody else around them. Their face. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> like both of their faces can act without words. And I think that was why the ending was so satisfying to me because that's what Sandra did. She acted with her face. Everything that you were questioning, you can see it on her face. There was relief, there was fear, there was anguish. There was worry. There was like all these emotions just painted on her face. And it was just very subtle, but very poetic the way that they did it. And I really, really enjoyed the way that they ended it without going too much into the rest of the hoopla. They kind of left it on a now you use your imagination type of thing. <laughs> Viola, though, she, I loved her character in this. Really? I loved it because of the fact is, is that it 
kind of let her spread her wings and play a different role. No, oh, that is true. I just, I could, it was just irritating to me. It was so irritating. I was like, come on. I was like, out of every single person that you have been in your whole life, <laughs> I said, and you had to be this person. It just bothered me. And then the freaking brother, Keith or whatever, was Keith the one that was with the gun or was that his older brother? I can't remember now. I'm not sure, but one of them was sleeping. With the guy's wife. Yeah. What was the, what's the other brother's name, Steve? Yeah, Steve was the one that was married to the woman. Keith, Keith was, was the one that was sleeping with his younger brother's wife. Oh yeah, I that I mean, they're like um, their role in that was kind of like irrelevant to me. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that was like what made him tick and actually like follow through with everything. Yeah, but I was like that really sucks because he was living his life, whatever. He was like not even caring about all this stuff like he probably wouldn't even care about the fair that all like that much because he, yeah. he already had like a doubt in his mind about it because he had brought it up like and then she called him an asshole or something like that yeah um, do you remember that yeah and then like he's bringing it up and he's like oh well, she lives here we have to do something about it and then he's just sleeping with the guy's wife <laughs> yeah. was like are you serious and then with the baby crying and then he was like <laughs> he was just being his brother like crazy. I thought that he was gonna like go off on this woman too. So I missed the whole part where he walked in. And oh, that, you did. It, it was like a split second, and I literally stood up and turned over here to my bookshelf, and then I turned back around and I could hear it, mm -hmm. but I didn't see it. And he puts the baby back down and then goes back in after the brother. <laughs> And I was like, holy shit, they were sleeping together. <laughs> I know. But I was so happy he put that baby back down. He put the baby back down so calmly. Yep. And then turned back and he was like, okay, yeah, it's time or whatever. And he shoves the woman out. I was like, yep, that's, that's what you deserve, man. Oh <laughs> and my then God. She's I was like, like, oh my gosh. She's like, please don't go. I said, yes, leave. But not to do all that crazy shit. Just leave. <laughs> I was like, I, the mom, though, she was like running out of the house with the baby. I'm like, bro. I know. You're going to get that baby's taking baby syndrome. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it was, I mean, they were like, they weren't even like naked or anything. Like they were getting to that point or whatever. But mm -hmm. and then I was like, how are you going to be this sorry or whatever when you just were like in that action, you know? And she's like screaming with the baby. And I'm like, so where's the brother? He's just like laying on the floor up there or whatever. But when he left, I'm like, is he leaving the baby too? I was like, is that even. His baby? Like I was I was like, I don't know. It's like maybe you need to get a DNA test now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was just like, I guess that's my my niece or my nephew, whatever. Bye. <laughs> I really think he was in the moment he was like, fuck the child, fuck the woman, <laughs> fuck my brother. I think it was all these emotions. You know, he lost his dad. He was finally like, you know, this bitch needs to pay for what she did to our father. And then turn around. His brother's been sleeping with his woman. Yeah. And which there was one part where they actually showed her the baby and him and he was leaving the house. Mm -hmm. And he said she said his name. And he turned around, gave the baby a kiss, and gave her a kiss. And in that moment, it almost made you feel like he was questioning 
if she was being unfaithful and if the child was actually his. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, as soon as like I, I saw them together, I was like, probably not even his. <laughs> <laughs> so they've probably been doing this for a while now. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah, he, he walked in, picked the baby up, and then went to the room, went back to the other room. It's like, put you down for a second. <laughs> just went crazy. I was like, damn. (laughs) This just cracked me up. But it was just like the relationship between them that he was like the common collected brother. And then it turned, this whole thing turned him into it. But then when he went to go see Sandra, like see like what kind of person she was, he didn't really wait or like get that much information on her other than, you know, her saying, well, life goes on or whatever. Yeah. Like he, I feel like he could have like dug more into like what she meant, you know, but he was like, okay, well, that's how she feels. This is the kind of person she is. Yeah. Which kind of sucked because I was like, that's, that's actually cool of him to like try to get to know her as a person or whatever. But he really didn't ask that much of her. No. It was just like, hello, like your parents are dead. You're moving on. So you have no problem killing my dad. You bitch. Yeah. You're moving on. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, damn, I was like, that was it. I was like, that's all you had to know. Yeah. And I think the the thing is to <laughs> take into consideration is they're mentally unstable. So they, okay, that was probably a very bad way to put it. But it in technical terms, like that's what it is. It's like in their mind is she killed their father. There is no question about that. She went to jail for it. She's been in jail. And she did her time and she paid time for the crime. She, you know, she even mentions it later on in the movie. And that was what was on their head. She killed our dad. She killed our dad. She has to pay. She has to pay. She has to pay. It started to take a mental spiral, even on the brother. And that's why, like, so he had been obviously been very depressed throughout this whole entire thing since he was a child. He even mentions at one point about he makes a comment that makes him seem like he doesn't really give a fuck about mm-hmm. things. And that's Steven. And then Keith is like, you know, like, oh, well, we got to We got to pay. She's got to have payback. She's got to have payback. And he's kind of like. I really don't want to do this. Like, dad's dead. He's not yeah. coming back. Like, well, his brother even said that, like, that he was too young and that he didn't even remember his dad. So I guess, like, for him, it was kind of like, yeah, it's a sad thing. But if he didn't really feel connected to him in that way, you know? Yeah. So then I kind of, he was just like forced to that point where he was actually the one doing stuff while his brother was just doing nothing <laughs> yeah screwing his wife yeah and it really did take a crazy turn yeah but any other thoughts uh, i don't know other yeah other than the ending like i like the ending but i feel like i wanted more of the sisters like talking and stuff like that was kind of sad for me it was a little bit disappointed there i know for you you were like i love this ending but for me i was like "Ah." i was like i want more yeah i mean i did really really like the ending i just really liked the ending just 
because it was very poetic. Oh, that other guy, Shane from The Walking Dead. Yes. He, I was rooting for them. I was was. up until he told, like, he told someone or whatever, and then they told someone, and then he didn't even, like, try to defend her or anything. Nope. Like, he just let her get beat up. And then he comes (laughs) out there and apologizes to her, and she, like, screams in his face, and he just, he still apologizes, and then says that he can't have contact because of, you know, their parole or whatever but like they they were so cute together like and then she actually opened up to him which obviously she was not like big on because even like him touching her hair or like that was like a huge thing for her like little steps like that and then for her to actually like tell her about his past like her past or whatever and then him just not say anything and then tell people about her and then let her get beat up. And I was kind of like, she just let herself get beat up. I mean, I know she's like on parole. She can't get, you know, in trouble like that. But I was like, she didn't even try to defend herself. But in the beginning of the movie, she was like all hands. She was like, don't touch my stuff, bitch. And like throwing containers <laughs> at people. <laughs> but she just took it. And she let everyone think like this horrible thing of her, which is so depressing. But I mean, that was the love she had for her sister. And I also think that also came from the whole thing of the mentor probation officer guy. Um, He also made the comment is you're going to have to get used to being a cop killer because that's what you are out here and it's not going to go away. You're a cop killer. And so I think that had a part to play in it too was she was just like, yeah, you know, I served time for this. And even though deep down she knows that she wasn't the one that did it, she's the one that took blame for it. Yeah, she even she kept saying that she's the one who did it, even if, you know, her sister did it. I it would be nice if there was a second movie though. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be like the first, like there wouldn't be like some huge plot twist or anything like that. But to see like maybe like her sister actually like take the blame. I mean, it wouldn't be that I mean, it would be a huge thing, but it wouldn't be as big because they would turn it, you know, how media is, they would turn it into, like, this big sister protecting her little sister. So she, like, took blame for all these years, went to prison and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, she was innocent the whole time, and, like, her life could be so much better. But with the way that it ended, you know, she's going to be a cop killer the rest of her life. I mean, she did get her sister back, but still, like, her life will never be the same. Yeah, definitely true. And I don't think it would be even if the media like tried to twist it either. Like It's still going to be prevalent. And then you're going to have those people that are going to fight and be like, no, there's no way a five-year-old kid did it type of thing. You know what I mean? So it might just make it worse, to be honest. True. It's just the whole, the whole situation and depressing as hell. Like you could tell, like she took all this blame. She was like, going through all these punches and all these people talking all this crap about her and she was innocent the entire time. It's just, it's so sad. Yeah. But it definitely did really show like the love of and the bond of sisterhood. Yeah. So how many uh, big reels do you give it? Oh, jeez. Don't ask me this question. <laughs> uh. You asked me this last time. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna do it for every movie. Oh no. 
Oh, geez. Um, I'd probably give it a four and a half like last week's. I mean, it was a really good movie. It was just that that ending. It was just it was not enough for me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a four and a half on one on a but there's very few minute things is um I feel like they didn't um really play up on the whole dynamic between Viola character and um Sandra's character. Um, because I feel like they were very much like those two did kind of like start to form a relationship after she was honest with her. Um, so if there was anything farther that I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see how they turned out. Like if they had become close. Yeah, it was kind of sad that she wasn't more involved in this movie because like she's usually, I mean, she's a big role character or whatever, actress. And then... For her to be in this movie, but to have like a, what are, what are they called? Like a side. Supporting role. Yeah, supporting role. It was just weird to see her, you know, and at it, all. It was. It was. <laughs> and, and also, I think like a consideration thing is too, is like because of COVID and the shutdown and everything, like a lot of these actors and actresses out there are doing different things because they're still trying to make money Mm -hmm. and you know the thing about viola though is she can be a supporting character and feel like a main character you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so like i really do like how in this movie she she was a supporting character yes you were the opposite with that (laughs) It was just, yeah, just her character in general I mean, up until she found out the truth or whatever. But it was just like the judging and yeah, the black and white stuff. And I, yeah, it was just weird to see her in this role just in general. Yeah. Now, when she said black and white stuff, she was talking about the black and white lines. That yeah, got definitely not race. On the information <laughs> and the. Stuff. It was not race. That was where my head went. Was because like oh they, no, definitely not. It's a mixed couple. Yeah, so like I'm not even fully white, I, y'all. So it's not even like a thing. I'm definitely not racist. Not I mean no race. No. I do love. I do love how they did. They are starting to represent that more. Yeah. In um the media and stuff. So. Next, we are going to talk about You Get Me. This movie was crazy, too. Okay, so before we get started talking about You Get Me, I just wanted to kind of fill the listeners in, but also fill you in because we haven't had a a really lot of time to talk off of, you know, doing the podcast and stuff like that. Um, So originally... You and I had talked about doing film Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I feel that we should change that to film Wednesdays. That works for me. So with that being said is because we record on Tuesdays, we put it out on Wednesdays, and then 
our fans, the realers, <laughs> can listen to it. And it's like the day after we recorded it. So they can kind of like talk with us type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'll change everything that says that it's going to be released on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll make sure that everybody knows that it's not going to be released on Fridays anymore. It's going to be released on Wednesdays. And for everybody that wants to share it with all, the, your, all your friends, it will be released every Wednesday. And with that being said, a little surprise, we will be releasing a special Christmas present on Christmas Day for you, which is actually the first time that Shy and I sat down and recorded. And I'm going to cut the uh, section of the kind of a big deal podcast audio so that it's just our segment of talking about single all the way. Okay. Right. So Merry Christmas to the realers. (laughs) Merry Christmas. All right. So now let's jump into you get me. And you started off with talking about your feelings on the movie. Oh yeah. It was just Bella Thorne's character. She was freaking psycho oh. <laughs> she was psycho and that was another role that i've never seen her play i've always seen her play like like does it super innocent kind of like shy girl yeah. and then she plays like this really super nice celebrity and then in was it called the duff yeah you ever seen that she's like the bully like but she's still like preppy i mean but that's mm-hmm. what so she was just freaking like sexual and psycho and oh. I loved it. What was the movie when that she was in and she was like, ah, like all the time. Like she was so prissy. Yes. Yeah, that was in the Duff. Yeah. That was a really good yeah. movie too. Yeah. So I agree with you. She was insane. <laughs> Completely fucking psycho. Like I was like, oh my God, this girl is nutso. Yeah. However, that guy put him in that self in that situation. He was dumb as a bear rocks. Mm. <laughs> he was so dumb. He was ditzy AF. Well, he was dumb just for like him and Allie's fight to begin with. Because it was over like her past or whatever that she used to drink and she was a party girl and she used to sleep around and stuff or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I would feel a certain way about that too but then again it's not who she was with him yeah you know so i was like you can feel a certain way but you didn't have to blow it out like a, like in proportion like that yeah definitely and you know the, the following scene after that is what teenagers go to a club <laughs> who freaking knows i have never seen teenagers go to a club like yeah i can see like a 18 year old club like you know Mm -hmm. something like that um or if they had fake ids Mm -hmm. but like they didn't even show like at least like show them showing their fake ids and getting in at the door like that would make it make more sense than they're just in the middle of a club That's true, but freaking what's his name? Tyler. Tyler. Yes. He was freaking had that fight with Allie or whatever. 
And then two seconds later, after he just met that chick in the bathroom line, it was like, okay, well, let me go hang out with you then. And then they go out and then she gives him drugs and he takes them with her. I'm like, are you freaking like who who would be doing all of that? <laughs> just randomly like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then takes drugs with her, then goes to some random person's house. That, well, I mean, it was her house, but you didn't know that. Like, he didn't even know that yeah. at the time or whatever just shows up. And then they have like this like huge like sex weekend or whatever. And she's like so in love with him already. Like you yeah. could tell like she was in love with him. And he like he wasn't even like telling her that this was, you know, just like a one time thing or whatever. Like he was actually going along with it. But I mean, him, like you can tell that for him it was just whatever. Yeah. But he wasn't giving her that impression. And then afterwards, he was just like, okay, well, hopefully I'll see you someday or whatever. <laughs> she like shows up at his school. I, yeah. said, I said, what? I said, how did that happen so fast? It was yeah, just like, like till the next day. So, okay, first of all, she said that that house was later on in the movie. She says something about that house was her dad's. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think it's when they're talking about the pool, to be honest. Yeah. So um she says something about the pool and how it used to be this guy's that was rich and he ended up dying mm -hmm. and um now he has a wife that still comes every once in a while, but she's house sitting for the wife. Mm -hmm. Um so she says all this stuff and then later on says that it's like well yeah a little later on says that the vacation um turned into them staying full time mm -hmm. so if that was her dad's house wouldn't she already go to that school i to be honest i didn't really think of that i just i was like she was but she supposedly transferred to that school. Yeah, she transferred. But it, I, that's what I was saying. I was like, she just transferred that fast, like, from one day to the next. I was like, how does that, like, how would she even go about that? Because I don't even think her stepmom was, like, that involved. Yeah. You know, because she was, like, always traveling or whatever. And then she comes, like, during certain times and she's, like, acting scared of her. Which mm -hmm. was, like, that should have been a red flag, too. Just, like, yeah. she, her own stepmom is scared of her. Yeah. So like and then in there's one scene when um he comes into the house. Mm -hmm. One of them comes into the house. Somebody comes into the house and then you see like stuff still like packaged up mm -hmm. and like kind of looks like it's stored being stored there and it's not like yeah. completely set out yet. So it almost makes you think like did the stepmother move her there because of the issues from the last time at the other school that they end up finding out about later. And her name's not even fucking Holly. That's her <laughs> middle name. I know. And she had no social media, which brought it to like, um, to Allie's friend, Allie's friend. What was her name again? Frickin the one that had that outbreak. The one that Holly tries to kill. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just weird how she was just so, like, um, what's the word? Oh, geez, she was Lydia. just. Lydia. 
yeah, Lydia. Lydia was just like really concerned about this chick coming and she was the only one that had like any inkling that there was something off about her. But it was just weird, like for her reasonings that she just like didn't have social media, which which is kind of like okay for like teenager, like you don't have social media. But it's like take it to the extreme where she's like, there's something wrong with her. Like that wouldn't be the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> well, also at the same time, you have to realize that this is set in a time of the generation now. Yeah. How many kids that are in this generation now do not have social media? I would think that or like her parents are like super overprotective or just like not letting her let like do that stuff. Or maybe there had been something that happened to her in the past that kind of like uh, hinders her from doing that kind of thing. Like she just doesn't she has bad memories about something like that would that would be like what I would think of. I just wouldn't take it to like she's crazy. There's something going on like to the extreme or whatever. I mean, she was right. But still. Yeah. And I, and I can see that too, like, but I think in her mind, like that was the first trigger of like, this girl is insane. She doesn't have social media. Like that is a red flag in this day and age. Like <laughs> That's so sad. If you have zero social media, you have a zero footprint on Google. Mm-hmm. There is something wrong. <laughs> so sad oh my god because you can literally google yourself and find Mm -hmm. all of your social media accounts you can find pictures of yourself you can find all of this stuff yeah scary as f yes it is that's how we have all these stalkers Mm -hmm. but and why people don't post their kids that often (laughs) yeah my thing was is how did she know about the allergic reaction was that something that she had posted about on her social media, Lydia? I think it was something that she mentioned. She probably mentioned that she was like allergic to the specific something. And then, I mean, Holly brought her that smoothie or whatever. And then she like practically just died or whatever. And then in the hospital, Tyler came to like visit her or whatever. She was just like, yeah, that was probably Holly trying to poison me. Like She was just like so nonchalant about it. I yeah. said, what? I said, no, I would be like, in the police involved and everything, but like I know this bitch trying to poison kill me. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, it's um, it's ironic how her and Lydia and the other girl, Allie, uh, Alice, Allie, mm-hmm. get the same smoothies every day, and the one day that Holly gets them for us, I have allergic reaction." Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much blatant. It's right there, um. I was getting very upset with Tyler. Oh, just because of how stupid he was. He was so dumb. Like, I understand when you're in a situation and you have all these emotions and all these feelings, how you can get wrapped up, Mm -hmm. how you can get confused, how things don't make sense. And then you kind of miss the details. Yeah. I completely understand it. And I've also been there in my life, too. But... (laughs) The thing was is she was giving so many red flags. Yeah. Especially to Allie. Allie was also like kind of ditzy and like she was just in her own little world about everything. Like she like, I guess, saw kind of like the hints that Holly was making, like kind of like flirting with him, like right in front of her, but making it seem like she wasn't flirting. 
And then she was like, oh, yeah, we go way back or whatever. And then she like she sees these things, but she just ignores them. And she's just like, oh, well, Holly's my friend and she wouldn't do that stuff to me. And I'm like, but she's saying all these things and acting like all these different ways around your man. And you're just going to be like, there's nothing going on. Like, I'd be questioning Tyler. Yeah. And Tyler, like, he'll still, like, go and speak to Holly, like, um, how they went to the basement or whatever. And, like, granted that yep. he didn't, like, take her up on anything, but she's, like, still blackmailing him. I was like, just just tell Allie, you know? Yeah. Like, if she breaks up with you, well, then she breaks up with you. But it, like, went to this extreme where, like, his friends are getting hurt and then Allie's, like... She's trying to kill Allie and then tries to kill him. And it's just this whole, I mean, otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. But still, like in real life, like it was just irritating me. I was like, you're so dumb. I said, don't be going along with everything that Holly says. Yeah. I mean, I can see where there could be cracks in it. However, also at the same time, you're a teenager, you Mm. have all these other things going on. Like, I, I can see where you can also miss a lot of the cracks. Um, Gil, like, oh, <laughs> can we please talk about Gil? <laughs> oh, God. He was so cute, but so dumb. Like yep. when she's telling the story of her and Tyler, mm-hmm. first of all, Allison doesn't even understand that it's Tyler. She's looking <gasps> right at Tyler. Yes. And then, um, he like reacts negatively about it. Like that would have like triggered me to be like, why are you reacting negatively? Yeah. But Allison's like, no, I want to hear the story. I know. Oh my gosh. Like, well, and then even after Tyler tells him about Holly, he's still all about her and just wants her to be with him like attention wise. And mm-hmm. he's just like, well, just because she was with you doesn't mean that she's not into me. And I'm like, Yes, it does. I mean, you're an idiot. <laughs> just like going along with her or whatever. And he, she just like randomly makes out in front of them, like literally looking at Tyler and Allie. You yep. know, you would think that's a little weird. Oh, yeah. And even Allie was like, like looking and like, why the fuck she's making out with him right in front of us or whatever. But he's, he's like, whatever. He's just not even there. <laughs> yeah. And it just Gil, like, also, at the same time, when you see Gil after everything starts like breaking out, like, why is that how you choose to approach the situation? You run down the steps screaming. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like, oh I'm sorry, but like, your friends are in danger. You can see she has a gun. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Like it, okay. If Tyler had been shot mm-hmm. and then he screamed because, like, he was, you know, like that's his reaction to Tyler yeah. getting shot, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But he screamed before she <laughs> shot. That's what made her shoot. <laughs> like, I was just like, Gil, really? Oh. They were all dumb except for Holly. Holly was the only one that was like, <laughs> I mean, she was psycho, obviously. So she's like super intelligent. And then Lydia, but Lydia was annoying. I didn't like Lydia very much. And then. Oh, yeah. Lydia was. Uh, she was definitely the weakest link. Yeah. That's why she was the first one taken out. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, but she was the only one who saw through all that crap or whatever and was warning everyone else. I, and, I agree. And even Tyler knowing her, like black, like blackmailing him and everything, like he still wouldn't come out and just tell the truth about anything. Yeah, and he then, was like keeping it a secret. <laughs> and then when he finally does tell her, Holly already told Allison. Mm-hmm. So it was like. You know, like you, sh- you probably should have talked to Lydia before that uh, this a, a little sooner, you know, and talked to Allison about it a little sooner. And like you slept with the girl, you two were broken up. Why is it a freaking issue? Yeah. Like you guys literally broke up and then he goes and does drugs at the club and mm-hmm. goes to this random house that looks like a goddamn hotel. Or a, a mansion. A hospital. It looked like a freaking mansion. That thing is huge. Oh, it, it was huge, but it looked like it, a hospital. Everything was white, except yeah. for the kitchen. Everything was black. <laughs> like, I don't know who did your interior designing, oh. but they were not very good at it. <laughs> like, I was, I, I noticed that kind of stuff in movies. It's so weird. I'm like, really? Well, I guess, I mean, it kind of like shows her attitude and personality as well, though like through the house and it was just yeah like clinically just like cold is you could say yeah just cold like that um what was what was the other thing that we had just brought up i can't think about it now jeez slipped my mind oh oh about how he was um they were broken up or whatever but when you think about it be like the person that you've been with that you're like so in love with or whatever and you have a fight and then the other person just sees like ends up sleeping with someone else oh well we were broken up but i still want to get back with you like right away like i'd be like um no i'd be pissed as hell and who okay so who text somebody and says how did she put it she said if you want to talk you know where i'm at who says that I'm sorry, but whoever wrote this book for them to make this movie and mm-hmm. they took that line out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a grown woman wrote that book. You can oh. tell no child. Well, no teenager. I guess technically they're children, but they're not like. Yeah, I would children. say that. Yeah. They wouldn't say that. Yeah. Like, I don't ever hear anybody talk like that. Yeah, that was a bit weird when I saw that, too. I was like. Okay, but I do like how, like, the text message thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They show it on the screen. And, of course, I got to get, like, super close and be like, what is that? <laughs> Sometimes I have to pause it because it's <laughs> yeah. too long. And then I go back and pause it, freeze frame or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my. Like, seriously, like, who says that? I mean, I know it's petty, but like <laughs> when I pick up on it, there's a problem. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I mean, that is really weird. Like no one ever really says it like that. But it was just it was just so weird how everything was like this movie was very fast paced. It was just like to the yes. point this happens now this and now this. And then we just you just had all these dumb characters all in the same movie. <laughs> Yeah, it was just it was just kind of ridiculous how they were all so dumb or whatever. And then with all the things that happened with like uh, Holly and Tyler and she's telling Allie about him, but not about him. 
you know, and then like him pushing her to the curb and stuff like that. And she's pregnant and all this other stuff. And Allie's just like listening and trying to be like a good friend. And then she tells her about it and she still like feels sorry for Holly in a way. And I'm like, how? Yeah. She's pretending to be your friend this entire time while she slept with your man and everything else. But you're still going to be like friendly with her. When Holly was like talking about the whole pregnancy thing Mm -hmm. for a split second, I thought something else was going on because to me, that was kind of random. Yeah. The way that the information was presented. Mm -hmm. And, but then I kind of like grasped back in on the fact that like, she's trying to frame Tyler for something and, you know, she's attached to him. And, you know, pregnancy is like one of those taboo things that girls don't usually want to talk about, Mm -hmm. but she's talking about it because this guy is mean to her. And then he goes, she goes to see Tyler and he pushes her down Mm -hmm. and then she goes to Holly or uh, Holly goes to Allison and, you know, it's this whole entire thing of back and forth. Yeah. And I just think they got, like, to a certain point where, like, you know, started, like, going, intertwining, like, in, like, the house. Like, they went into the house. She killed her stepmom. Poor stepmom. I know. She was so sweet, too. Uh, But she could have done more, though. Like, if she knew that her stepdaughter was, like, mentally unstable, I feel like she should have been there more often or at least had someone, like, keep an eye on her, even if Holly didn't know that someone was there. You know, just kind of like make sure that she's not doing stupid shit. Oh, yeah. And I mean, she just came around when she had the chance. I mean, I mean, she was scared of her, but still I was like, if she's scared of her, you know, what would she be doing to other people when you're not there? You know? Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, she kills her. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty depressing. But oh, my gosh, going back to when Tyler pushes her on the ground, like I just like died laughing because he just like, <laughs> pushed her. And it was like so dramatic or whatever. And Holly's just like, oh. she's like, you pushed me. <laughs> it's just like this really weird dramatic scene. But I just found it so comical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, was, I guess just stuff like that. Like in the last movie with the container, she just throws a container at that. It just. Those things just made me die laughing for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think that like <laughs> uh, with this movie, it was definitely very juvenile. Like, yeah, the feel of it was more juvenile. Um, The storyline, of course, was a teen drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty suspenseful. Yeah. Um, I could have dealt without the dream sequence mm-hmm. of him walking to the door and he turns around or no. Yeah. He turns around and she stabs him. Mm-hmm. Like I could have dealt without that. Um, yeah. But I, I saw the, the metaphor in it. Um, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's probably not something I would have picked to watch if you mm. didn't suggest it. Yeah. Um, just because like, I do, I do like like teen stuff and like teen novels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong, but just the fact of is the only reason I probably would have watched it was because Bella Thorne was in it. Yeah. I love her too. And 
because there's like she's like one of the actresses that like I kind of like pick things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Like the there's so many parts that were like kind of cringy to me, and then. Like, it was just weird how she was, like, reenacting how, like, they first met or, like, spent the night together. And she was, like, making him repeat everything that he said to her that night. And then it was it was crazy because of how, like, she had Allie, like, lifted up like that or whatever. Yeah. I said, this chick got a whole rack of strength or whatever. I was, like, I have to do all this stuff. And then at the end, like, you would think that she would go to jail or, like, a psychiatric hospital or something but it kind of like makes it seem like she's like gonna go free and then she like moved on to the paramedic already yeah it did kind of seem like that um now that could have just been a thing of like um you know maybe obviously like she obviously (laughs) she's got to get some kind of help but like Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just a thing of like her actions aren't going to change. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Cause um, like when you really think about it, like wherever she went, she would never see that guy again. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I was just like, I don't know why that was really like important to be in there. But it was just, it was so funny because like she was like so pressed over Tyler. And then she was like, like at that point where like she's, she knows that she's not going to get with him. So she just moves on to the next person. And it's just like so like quick and she's just like obsessed with them already. I think it was supposed to be that like cringy type, like, oh my God, she's at it again type mm-hmm. scene. So like really it could have been anybody, but because the movie ended with her going into the ambulance mm-hmm. and then he said, he even said to her, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. Yeah. Like, that is a kicker right there. Like she's hooked. Yeah. But she wasn't taking her meds because her stepmom even said that. that yeah, she needed- but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't I feel like she could have done a lot more to help out with. I know when she's mentally unstable. I mean, she killed the woman. But I mean, like before that, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if it was just like some person that she trusted to watch over her from a distance or whatever, instead of just letting her crazy ass self like with everyone else and then transferring schools like and she didn't pick up on anything. Well, I kind of feel like she did. But she didn't do anything about it. That's what I'm saying. Like she just let everything happen. Yeah. That's true. She which really led to her death. <laughs> so. She really didn't do anything about it. But I think it was really because of the fear. Like she's kind of afraid of her. I mean, she was trying to push the therapy and push her to take her meds and, you know, the things that parents do to, like, try to help their children. Well, even after getting, like, threatened with a knife or whatever, she was, like, I was like, come on. Like, you didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It almost didn't feel like a stepmother, stepdaughter type bond either. It kind of more felt like a mom and daughter type bond. Yeah. So I don't know if they were going for that feel or if that was just the way that it was portrayed in the acting. Either way, she didn't care. She killed her anyways. Yeah. <laughs> She's a bye. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, and like when they're going through the thing when they finally figure out that her name's Elizabeth mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Holly something. So they finally figure that out and they are now looking into like her stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she had done this before. So like it's repetitive behavior. So I'm guessing that's why she was on the medication. Yeah. Now she's done it again. Will they like put her in juvie or are they just going to put her in a psychiatric hospital, put her on medication? She's going to get out, take herself off of it and do it all over again. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm like. I feel like that's, that's why they brought the paramedic, like the obsession or whatever. Yeah. And, but that's what I was saying. Like it felt like there was like, no consequences to what she did because the paramedic was so worried about her even like knowing what she did. Like I know like doctors will still have to like save patients lives, even if they know that they've done horrible things or whatever. Cause I mean, that's their job, but, yeah. but still like to know someone that's done this and then like be that worried and put all that attention into them or whatever. I just felt like that was, that was kind of weird. And then her being obsessed already yeah i was like come on and it's almost like that's how quick it happens with her is it's like the snap of a finger and she's like oh attention i'm hooked yeah and then, and then as soon as she like finally realized that tyler was not gonna like leave Allie, she was like well then you won't die <laughs> i mean she shot tyler yeah. and i don't think she realized if he was alive or dead i don't even think she really cared she I just wanted to hurt him. I think once she shot him, like, it was like, okay, <laughs> next. I know. And then she fall, like she fell into the swimming pool and she had all that blood or whatever. But it just mean like, she just seemed like she was fine. And the ambulance, like, <laughs> like she wasn't even was hurt she or anything. even wet in the ambulance? I don't think she was. Because that's, that's where my head just went when you said she fell in the pool. I was like, she wasn't even wet in the ambulance. Yeah, because you see like all that blood spreading or whatever. But then in the ambulance, it was like she wasn't hurt at all. Like she was dazed or whatever. But it doesn't look like she was like actually injured or in any pain. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Now I feel like I, for that one scene, I just want to see if her hair was wet or something. Like, or did yeah, they like... just take that long that she was drying already? <laughs> I mean, who pulled her out of the pool? I don't know. <laughs> I Maybe could have she was dead. I could have swore she was dead. She was just laying there, whatever. She didn't even try to get out. Maybe Gil. Maybe Gil pulled her out of the pool. <gasps> oh, no, <laughs> my Holly. <laughs> he liked me more than Tyler. <laughs> he would probably love if she was obsessed with him like that. Yeah. He probably, he probably would. would. He'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, any final thoughts? Mm-hmm. No, I think that's pretty much it. It was just like, again, her, I was wondering how she even like got her that high up or like how Allie just let it happen. Cause well, I, who just, who just has a doll or a pulley on their roof? Right. <laughs> like who, who's like, okay, I'm going to design this house and I'm going to put a, uh, 
rope, whatever it's called. I, I, I just called it a dolly, but that's not what it is. But she, yeah, I, I know. Like the thing for the rope to go into. Yeah. Through, like pulley, a rope pulley, <laughs> a rope pulley on their ceiling. It was just another cringy thing that they added to the movie. I've, yeah, I found that super cringy. Yeah. It was so cringy, but like who just like has one of those on their ceiling? So like, I mean, I know she was insane. She had yeah. plenty of time to put all this together. Yeah. However, who has one of those on their ceiling? <laughs> I mean, they said she did it before. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> yeah, she's had some practice. That's that's crazy as crap. Um, I don't know. What would you give this movie? A real? Um, I would give it a three. I would say like three and a half. I mean, mainly because it's like Bella Thorne. You can't really go lower than that. But <laughs> <laughs> with all the cringiness and just the stupid actors. It, and, was, it was a little cheesy. Yeah. And I mean, it can be a movie about teenagers and have a teen like story and still be like a good quality movie. Yeah. Well, Bella, she played her role pretty good in this. She was she did pr- do pretty she was good. crazy psycho. I mean, I think everybody played the roles really good. Yeah. But I just think that like it was kind of cheesy. And yeah. maybe it's more of like the plot. It was kind of cheesy. Like, yeah, probably. I feel like they just like threw it together <laughs> and yeah. were like, let's go with it. It kind of felt like a B movie, like one of those Hello. movies that like don't go to theaters, but they yeah, straight to DVD type of thing. That's how they kind of had that feel a little bit. Yeah, I think if I were to watch the movie, I would just like go to certain scenes. <laughs> I wouldn't watch the whole movie over again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely want to see the end scene though and see if her any of her body is wet. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. I mean, like, come on now. If she was in a pool, she should be soaking wet. You get me. Let's see if she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking out. Let me see. I guess I still had five minutes left on it. Oh. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw everything. Nothing's taking forever. Left. Oh, it's just the credits. Yeah. Okay. Going back. She's so pretty. She is gorgeous. She, she is pretty. And her hair is always pretty in all these movies. It's just like super flowy. Yeah. A lot of actresses are like that. They have real good hair. Yeah. All right, let me see. She's Bella with the good hair. Eh, it's not super. It's like kind of like damp or whatever. But it's not like soaking wet. Yeah. Like they just pulled her out of the pool. Yeah, it's kind of like they dried her off some. Yeah, let me just pat you with a towel or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they would kind of dry her off a little bit to kind of like See other wounds, if there was any other wounds. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I know. But there's a couple movies that I wouldn't do that for either. Like, if it was, 
and like the unforgivable i probably would watch that again oh yeah um incident in a ghost land that was crazy i love that movie i would watch that again like all the time <laughs> never seen that i watched it i was gonna watch it with jake but he said that he didn't want to like think and he went to work or something. I don't know. Whatever. But I watched it and I told him to watch it. And he was like, Oh my God. He was like, That's crazy. And I told his mom to watch it. And then his mom was like, Oh my God, that was crazy. And <laughs> I was gonna go watch it again with them. And Jake is like, You need to chill out about this movie. But it was it was such a good movie, like thriller wise and whatever. Oh wow. All right. Well, we'll have to watch it. Yeah. And talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if you'll like it though. Why? I mean, because it's there's like a couple scenes where it kind of made it seem like it was like a demonic kind of like ghost presence to it. It's not, but it was just the way that the movie plays. I don't want to tell you too much about it because, then, yeah. you know, I'm OK but. with a demonic ghost presence. Oh, OK. I yeah, there's a certain scene. Jake will not like he won't watch anything like that. I'm not. I'm not in the blood. Like blood just like when like they stab mm -hmm. people and there's like blood squirting out. Like, oh yeah. The squirting is I can't do that. But the stabbing, whatever. But like breaking fingers and stuff like that, that I whew, the noise. Oh yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, I agree. But there is a scene in there that does that kind of thing. But I, I skipped over that mentally. <laughs> <laughs> So one final thing to talk about is the pilot episode of Walker. I'm actually kind of interested to finish watching Walker. Yeah. I was very in through it, like interested in it. Like mm -hmm. it drew me in. I was a bit iffy at first. I mean, the only reason I really wanted to watch it is because Jared Padalecki is in it. <laughs> Sam from Supernatural and like I saw the trailer and I was like it's kind of like a western kind of thing and I'm not really into westerns and stuff like that but like watching it just from the beginning I loved it just him and um his wife I think his wife's name was Emily as well yes and it was just like the love in their eyes for each other was so beautiful like you yeah. can tell that they had been together for so long but their love was still like super strong that they were like connected and faithful to each other like right away. And I love that. Yeah, and I I do like the um the brother. Oh, yeah. Um, Toby. Well, he's Toby in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. <laughs> you watch that too? Yes. Pretty little, yeah. It was kind of weird seeing him as Sam's brother. Speaking <laughs> of Pretty Little Liars. Mm -hmm. So um earlier because I have, I got a new phone, so I have another number on my old phone. Oh. So I texted a few people, mm -hmm. and I texted them, happy holidays, bitches, <laughs> A. Okay? Did they get the reference? So, yeah, they were like, oh, my God, who's this? <laughs> so one of them was actually my sister. So I sent them. I send it to them and I actually have a picture. I'll have to put it up on um, Facebook for the podcast. Um, I said, happy holiday, bitches, A. And then my sister says, 
what the actual laughy face, laughy face, who is this? <laughs> and one of the other persons says, I will shit blood. Oh my God. And uh, one of the other girls, Izzy says, no, seriously, who is this? And then my sister says again, what the F F F F F. They're probably all looking out their windows, closing their curtains. <laughs> and then That's so funny. it was funny because I picked her up from work today mm-hmm. and um, she gets in the car and we're driving down the road. And I was like, so what'd you think about the text message you got today? Oh my! And she's like, that was you. <laughs> you should have played that off. So well. you should be like, did you get that message too? <laughs> I was going to do that, but. Also, at the same time, I didn't have enough time and effort uh, yeah. to put into it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Um, they got a chuckle out of it. Yeah. And like Paul, like came out to me. He was one of the ones in the group thread too. Mm-hmm. And he comes out to me and he goes, "Oh my gosh, Terry! Like, I got this really weird text message today, <laughs> and it was in a group text. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I know." And he's like, "Were you in it?" And I was like, no. And he's like, what? And I was like, (laughs) I sent it. He's like, how did you do that? What? I said a different number. (laughs) Like you could literally text anybody from a different number that's not in their phone. That's funny. And he was like, oh my gosh. He's like, I came out here telling you like it was some like tea to spill. And you were just like, oh yeah, I already know. That's funny. It was funny. But oh, you said his brother and Walker. Yes. So Toby from Pretty Little Liars mm-hmm. plays Sam's brother. Yeah. Walker's brother. Whoever. Walker's brother. <laughs> um, I just like how he's living at his parents' house. Yeah. But he's trying very hard to play it off. Play. Play it off. Have you noticed that? Like in... In a couple of the scenes, like when he showed up and he said that, uh, he said, oh, you're here. Remember the night before he was supposed to, Walker was supposed to show up at the house mm-hmm. for the kids. And then the next day he does show up and his brother's there and he goes, oh, and then like, so like a few scenes later, they wake up in the morning and he goes, why do you, what are you doing here so early? <laughs> And he's like, well, you can't pass up mom's pancakes. Yeah, I could have swore he said that he had a house in town. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that is Walker's house in town. Uh, so, um, because I think he's, like, his parents want him to stay at their house or whatever on the farm. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. he has a house in town. So... Yeah, and uh, like in the beginning, it was kind of like a weird opening, like after Emily, because it says like 11 months later, and then they don't really explain anything until like near the end of the show. Yeah. And then you're just like, where where like, where has he been? Like, why are his parents taking care of his kids this whole time? And then like that dinner conversation about the schooling and everything and how he's kind of like well, I don't want my kids there. And then the parents are kind of trying, like trying to be polite and respectful, but kind of like you weren't here. Like we have to take care of them. 
yeah. kind of thing. But like his parents were like super supportive, like of him coming back. Yeah. That they even made like a freaking house for them outside. And you didn't like they didn't really tell you that Emily died. Yeah. It like kind of left you hanging. Um, but that was kind of what entrapped you in the whole story, too. Yeah. Was like, why was he gone? Where's Emily? Why is the kids being taken care of by his parents? And then it was weird how they set it up like that because it was just like they wanted it to be like they wanted the death of Emily to be kind of quick in the beginning Mm -hmm. where it was like you have to take this specific safe route or whatever. And then you get a call of her just like screaming and panting and just like died. (laughs) Yeah. Like right off the bat. And then like he's like trying to get information still about her death and. And it's like, I thought, I thought that that's why he had left. Yeah, same. And then, like, the the daughter, Stella, later says, like, we had, like, a five-minute conversation and then, like, nothing for three months yeah. or whatever. And I was like, I was like, how? I was like, I don't even understand, like, how he wouldn't be able to, like, make a phone call, like, here and there. Like I was like, is he undercover? Like, what, what is he doing that, like, he can't even, like, talk to his kids? And like I like obviously Stella, you can tell like she's like the rebel and she's like super upset. But you can also tell she loves him very much. And then her brother's like the opposite. Like he's like over enthusiastic that he's like back and like freaking cuddles up with him on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think his son's still going through the whole thing of the mom. Yeah. Or his daughter's going through it, but she's going through it in her own way and she's mm-hmm. being rebellious and she's pissed off at him and she's letting him know. Yeah. I am pissed off at you. But with the whole thing, is I kind of think that they're showing you two different sides of the whole grieving process. Yeah. Is his daughter's at the angry stage, his son is at the like more- acceptance. Yeah, the more, like, I've accepted it, mm-hmm. I have my dad, and that's all that I have left, but at least I have him. Yeah, and then it was, like, you can, I would definitely be probably more in Stella's position than the son's position or whatever. But, like, he just came back and was wanting everything to be, like, how it was. Like, when he picked her up at, like, the police department or whatever, and then... He was, he was like, he was angry, but at the same time, like, he was like, like, it's embarrassing for who? When she was like embarrassed with her friend because of her dad picking them up or whatever. And when he was like embarrassing for who? And then she got pissed off. And then, I mean, and then she was skipping school and all that other stuff, whatever. But he just came back and was kind of like, why is she acting this way? You know? Yeah. Instead of, like, understanding, like, I mean, he knew that she was pissed, obviously, but just coming back and just having it the way it was when, you know, there's no way that could be, you know, a thing. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes you might come back from something and, like, there's no issues. Yeah. Um, In this case, there's issues and there's going to be issues because the five minute conversation. Yeah. You know, and it 
nothing for three months. Um, like that is where the issues had started. Yeah. And that's why it was so prevalent to point it out. Um, but she also, she's not in the wrong. Yeah. But he's also really not in the wrong either because he did what he felt he had to do. And that was bury himself in the work. Yeah. And I think that's why, that's why the, all three of them are kind of having this like tug of war effect with each yeah. other is because she doesn't understand why her brother's acting this way. He, her brother doesn't understand why she's acting this way. Mm-hmm. And then both of them can't really understand why the dad, dad yeah. made that decision. But it's all different ways to deal with grief. Yeah, I think the son is just happy to have a parent still. <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> like, this just point, to yeah. have his dad alive or whatever. And then you can tell like Stella doesn't want him to move to that job that he has like that job opportunity. And he says that he's not going to go. But I mean, I feel like he is in the next episode. He's like going to change his mind. And then it's going to be like a whole other thing for his daughter and him. Yeah. And she's going to be like, well, you said that you weren't going to go and you still end up going anyways. Uh, I don't know if y'all, I mean, you guys probably seen it following episodes. So maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's where it's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Well, tune in next week to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so any other thoughts on Walker? Um. Yeah, Raven. Have you seen the hundred? Yeah, yeah. And the Ravens in it, and um, what is her name in the show? Is uh, uh, Mickey, Mickey something or other. Mickey. She's um, she's Walker's partner, or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. It was just so weird to see her like that, like a cowgirl. <laughs> It was so weird to see her because oh, I mean she used to be on a freaking ship. Like she's a badass in both shows. Yeah. And then I like how her boyfriend is like just so like open with Walker or whatever. He just like shows up to her house and stuff and he's just like, Well, hey man, how's it going? Like he would probably just like crack open a beer with him or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if that was me, on the other hand, it's I would be like, hmm, like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. That took me a minute to realize that that was Raven. Yeah, but it's nice. Like, I like their relationship, how it's like that. Yeah. Like, they have, like, complete, like, faith and trust in each other that they have, like, no deaths. Like, he's not, like, worried about Walker, like, taking his woman or nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're probably going to be the thing later on, because you can already see, like, that's how it's, like, building up a little bit. What, Mickey and Walker? hmm Yeah, but. Like, their attraction to each other. Yeah, but I think that, like, they'll play it up just for the drama aspect of, like, the daughter. Yeah, probably. I really think that's what they're going for, is they're going to play it up a little bit, like, and then the daughter's going to be like, you have a thing for your partner, rah, rah, rah. You yeah, know? but I heard that she's leaving, like, she's not coming back for the second season. Mickey. Oh. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to have to look more into that. But I feel like, I mean, she's already a main character of the show so if they just take her off it's gonna be like so who's gonna be filling her spot yeah somebody know yeah probably won't be the same effect though yeah (laughs) that's true so the um just to reiterate every wednesday we will sit (laughs) down and um be talking with you you can hear us every wednesday and you can find us on the purple podcast app 
or Spotify currently by searching kind of a big reel and reel is spelled like a movie reel, R-E-E-L. So without further ado, we say goodbye. Bye. (laughs) And until next time, stay groovy, stay snazzy, and always be a big reel. <laughs> Tittles. See ya. <laughs> I thought you were going to say spiffy at the end. <laughs> oh, I love spiffy. <laughs>